0: Thank you, right? Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? Statue? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. Two in the box! Ready to go! We be fast and they be slow! Wow! A second Super Saiyan? Second in order, perhaps, but by no means in stature. Your
1: fight is with me now! And when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi! Man, I can't fucking believe this. Another basement, another elevator
0: the same shit happen to the same guy twice? Oh, please, please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. Greetings, everyone, and thanks for tuning back into Inside the Sequel. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Chris. And uh, this is the podcast where we uh, dedicate our love and attention to sequel movies that really don't get enough attention. And um, maybe we even try to argue if they're even better than the original um today's episode i'm really excited about because it's a first time watch for me and that is the 1997 jurassic park sequel the lost world
1: mommy daddy i found something
0: a british family on a yacht cruise stumbled upon site b and now it's only a matter of time
1: before this lost world is found and pillaged Hopefully we've kept this island quarantined and contained, but I'm in shock about all this. Wow. Everything's great? Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and, and screaming. What the hell was that?
0: Go. As fast as you can. You to send rescue immediately. Taking dinosaurs off this island is the worst idea
1: in history of bad ideas. Let's get this movable beast
0: underway. Don't so move. What is it? Mommy's very angry. And to have um, you know some help on this episode, because everyone I feel like who knows anything about me knows my history with Jurassic Park, I needed to have someone who could get my back. And I have none other than co-host of the super popular and entertaining podcast, The Terror Table. I have Boozy. So if you remember Boozy... Um, he, or i guess if you remember mitch sorry he uh is another co-host of the terror table well now we have his uh his i don't know are you nightwing are you robin i don't know how the dynamic works Ooh. on the terror table but uh i'm gonna have boozy say hi to everyone boozy hello
1: i w- sorry i was just i was letting you keep going So i was like yeah say more nice things about me oh. and then and then you started talking about nightwing and i was like oh shit i don't know a lot about this
0: oh dude like i don't know like like who who, who calls the shots on the terror table that's the big question i need to sneak behind the curtain there who calls
1: the shots yeah dude i I don't know if it if it like comes across in our episodes but we are like definitely this weird collective is that even like it's we've done how many episodes and we still don't know like whose turn it is to say what because we'll just be like (laughs) i don't know what do you think so that's like behind the scenes is a lot of just like well i don't know what do you want to have today (laughs) That's, that's that's a lot of it
0: Uh, My favorite parts of the terror table are when, like, it's just kind of quiet and then somebody goes, like, anybody watch anything else? And then you'll be like, actually, I have one more. And it's, uh, (laughs) I don't know if anybody knows this, but Boozy is, like, I think, co-owner of Tubi because he spends so much time on there. (laughs) Dude, what an
1: amazing, uh, what an amazing place to be. (laughs) Honestly, if, like, anyone who's ever, like, hey, what's the best free app? hands down to be
0: 100 like some some dudes might say like the hub you know which hub i'm talking about but um i would probably say to be i spent a little bit more time on
1: you, do you have a membership on the hub like are you one of those guys who comments i always <laughs> wonder who these brave <laughs> souls are they're out there commenting because a lot of times
0: it's weird shit right have you ever read any of them uh, in, in my formative years, I, I did see people asking questions about like math homework or like mm-hmm. guys yeah, proclaiming things like, <laughs> they're like, I'm going to be like, Hey guys, it's my last day on here. And it's like, I'm going to start getting my shit together. And everyone just like, upvoting am voting it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I swear I saw one where it was in the comment section. It was like right around when the first Hobbit movie had come out and it was just a link. It was like a Pornhub link within a Pornhub video. And it was to the fucking, it's like, if you want to watch the new Hobbit movie, it's like, what a weird place to find a link for that. Cause nobody asked for it. It wasn't like, Hey, does anyone have a link on here? Like
0: honestly, a lot of movies that I've typed in like free movies. Um, I've like, I've searched on YouTube, like if I'm like, oh, a new movie I want to watch that I'm not going to pay movie theater prices for, it'll yeah. take me to a porn site and I'll be like, it is free and it's not bad quality. We'll just press F to full screen this bad boy. <laughs> Forget where we're at.
1: <laughs> you know
0: what? and That's, that's how just much Green that, Book.
1: That's par- <laughs> it's just part of life, you know? Sometimes you just got to watch those movies on less than reputable sites.
0: Sure. I mean, I wasn't going to pay a ticket to see Green Book, but I'd be damned if I didn't see it to get in that controversy. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> but yeah, no, Tubi 100%. The thing that hits about it is like when you load up the app and it does that little bing and then the big, the little eye, like, you know, like jumps up and stuff. I'm like, the animators for this logo, like, deserve respect. They
1: care. Also, just the level of, I don't know how they decided to reach out or go about getting movies on there, but I recently came across have you ever heard of Badass? no <laughs> it's it's if like if you google it it's danny treo and then there's a sequel called bad asses and Ooh. and it's oh, it's him and the guy from oh my goodness from predator 2 i can't remember his name
0: danny glover yeah oh but God. It, it's
1: it, it's like it's the weirdest movies that no one's ever heard of <laughs> tubi has them
0: <laughs> i i i've been lurking on tubi lately um there's some good shit on there like I don't know. Like, was like when we were gonna do, we, you know, I slid into Boozy's DMs, everyone, and said, "Hey, so you can hop in on or what?" And uh, when we were talking about Jurassic Park: Lost World, I went on Tubi to see if it was on there, and a bunch of like knockoff Jurassic Park movies came out, and I'm not mm. gonna lie, they look kind of good. <laughs>
1: Oh, dude, you're looking at that that sneaky cover art. That's, the, that's one of those movies that, like, get you at Walmart when you're there, like, <laughs> drunk at 1 a.m. Where it's like, hey, I didn't know Jurassic Park 5 is out. And then you take it home, and it, it's, like, something you've never seen before.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, dude, I get sold by some of those covers. Uh, that's probably how I saw, like... Like that third Anaconda movie, I don't, I I mean, I don't know why I watched it, but I think because David Hasselhoff was in it, but like it had one of those covers, so.
1: It is one of the deadliest predators. Evolution ever created. The Anaconda.
0: It was a typical anaconda. It certainly isn't typical now. Oh, no, she's gone.
1: We need backup ASAP.
0: She's about to give birth.
1: In about 12 hours, this entire country's going to be overrun with baby snakes. Once you see this thing, you unload everything you can until it stops moving, and you shoot only for the head. David Hasselhoff, Crystal Allen anaconda 3 offspring
0: i'm a sucker for that
1: was the selling point of that one altogether also you know i I just want to say like probably like top five one of my favorite movies in the world is on tubi and that's black christmas like the original black christmas
0: silent
1: night evil night
0: Olivia Hansen. movie doesn't make your skin crawl it's on too tight
1: silent night evil night rated r and it, it blows my mind that, that something that quality is on there and people don't really talk
0: about it honestly yeah uh that's a good point yeah we're having jokes about tubi but man it does have some seriously good shit it, that's it why i watched the has, black sunday yeah also i believe texas chainsaw is on there it is yeah they have like a small section where you can like um well you know like you can Mm -hmm. like you can like go to like search the channels and they'll have different genres and they start off with the best shit they have like they don't throw like like netflix like these really shitty movies all at once they'll like show you the good stuff at first
1: exactly but that's just like my go-to is if anyone's just like oh why would i want to watch Tubi? it's like there are literal classics on there
0: yes yeah and honestly that's anybody who knows me i'll always champion you know before you blind by watch something tubi has a lot of boutique labels like vinegar syndrome and like severance stuff on there
1: oh totally yeah i'm i'm finding i'm watching all these weird sci-fi movies from the mid-90s that like have no v8 or not VH the dvd release or whatever are on uh-huh. tubi and it's like this is my only way to see some of these and they're incredible
0: yeah uh, yeah, just, like, so, I, I knew I had to bring up Tubi, because, like, if anybody listens to the terror table, Boozy always has something, like, he's, like, um, I don't know, he's, like, one of those old school, like, salesmen, like, on the, on the street, like, has the trench coat, and, like, he'll open it up, It'll be like, what have you seen lately? And he'll, like, open his coat and, like, pull out a tubi booby scene. That's how I always think of it. It's like, let me see if I got one more for ya. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: buddy, have you seen Mother from 1990? It's a Russian movie. <laughs> like, that's that. Not- and you know what the thing is? I think I would be if if that is how I portray, am portrayed. I'm like the friendliest guy about it, because I'm like I genuinely want you to watch this trash, but I look kind of shady while I'm doing it. <laughs> the,
0: the most genuinely awesome thing, Boozy, besides having you on here, is like always oh, seeing your memes on Instagram. Like those are like screenshots. Like every other screenshot of your like you ever get a notification is probably from me, and I share it with. <laughs> and i'm like can we just give praise to this very quickly (laughs) they're (laughs) like you so thank you
1: so i okay i i know that like it seems like i don't care at all but i i love putting out quality content and i'm just glad that people enjoy it
0: (laughs) i mean deadlift is like enough of a cherishable thing like i love that instagram handle but like when you hit that story and you see a couple memes on there it's just like who is, this, who is this legend? Like, where does he get off on putting out this great content?
1: Dude, and the funniest part, there's two of us that have the same handle, and we're actually friends. Like, we had a whole conversation about it, and, like, I got to know him, and he had, he, like, shout out to that dude with the same handle as me, but he actually owns a tortoise, and this uh. thing's, like, 60 years old, and he, like, tells me all this weird shit about it. It's awesome. <laughs>
0: honestly growing up tortoises like kind of freaked me out because like the long necks and like how they outstretched them like Wait, just scare me do as a you kid you did
1: have t- actual tortoises there or just like seeing them like, just like TV? seeing
0: them like on tv oh okay because like, like they extended their necks and they like right. i was just like well oh, that's kind of weird but i love ninja turtles growing up so i don't know it's because <laughs>
1: they they had a very they had, a, they had like big traps so they hid their neck <laughs>
0: Or it was like the amount of '90s references I actually understood, like I like when when Mikey was like, "Who is this guy? Wayne Gretzky on steroids?" I'm like, "Is that a hockey reference? There, that's awesome." But also, you're a Blackhawks fan, so I won't talk about Gretzky too much. Uh,
1: you know what? They actually put out this thing the other day of like the all all the different teams he scored on and how many times uh-huh. he actually didn't light us up as bad as I thought. So like, <laughs> I don't hate him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of crazy. Like when you sh- were like showing off, like you're a Blackhawks fan and stuff. I'm like, this guy lives in Canada and he's a Hawks fan. Like, I'm like from Northern Illinois. <laughs> like, like what are the odds? That's pretty sweet. So respect you there. <laughs> and um, and that's
1: the thing is, like, I know very little about like actual Chicago. That's like a destination I want to go. I know that there's some rough areas in Chicago, but like, I want to <laughs> go to all the cool shit.
0: Right. Right. Well, one of these days when uh, COVID, you know, ceases and like chills out you'll you and like the guys will have to come down and i'll give you guys all a tour like i did some of my friends so i think they oh had yeah a good time. it was a really good night like my boys from missouri like daniel and seth like they came up came to my parents house we got drunk and watched cannibal holocaust it was a an amazing Dude, those
1: place. are those are the kind of experiences you want is like you don't have to do something crazy but it's just like Just getting to hang out with people and show them, like, a little slice of your (laughs) day-to-day life is kind of cool. It's like, yeah, sure, let me go hang out at your parents' place, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, think how my parents left or went upstairs. I don't know what it was because, like, if they saw me watching that, I'd beat my own ass, you know, (laughs) like, in front of them.
1: I think it would be weirder if they, like, would have stayed. Did you ever have, like, that friend whose parents would, like, sit and watch the start of a movie with you? Or, like, an ex-girlfriend's, like, dad? Do you know, like, they would sit and watch the first, like, ten minutes of a movie with you? And you're like, why are you doing this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I always got annoyed with parents who would, like, sit in and, like, watch something. Like, oh, I'm about to watch a Serbian film. Like, dad, why are you sitting here with me? Like, go talk to mom or something
1: yeah yeah like we're we're not we're not being homies right now i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to play catcher or whatever
0: it's like we'll watch gladiator after i'm done with this exploitation <laughs> movie like chill
1: yeah we'll we'll watch gladiator for like the 68th time he'll tell me how it's your favorite <laughs> movie and
0: uh so uh before we even get started because we're not even talking about jurassic park yet which i'm fine with i'm having too good of a time so i know you're also known on the internet as being a, a champion of the 98 godzilla movie which yeah
1: dude and i yeah. i heard that you are as well a like, little like i
0: low-key stand it like i'm like i'm like uh i act like i'm too cool for it but like i have to right. remember my humble roots of like always renting that vhs all the time and i even had a toy of 98 zilla so it's like yeah, I cried at *Marriage Story* when I saw that the <sighs> Godzilla from '98. I was like, like I just like childhood memories coming all at once. I was like, fuck.
1: They <sighs> had some sweet figurines, and I just want to say, like, honestly, if the if the effects were better, that movie would probably hold up a lot better for people because I think the story is a very interesting idea for Godzilla. That it's a, a very Americanized King Kong version of Godzilla. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: And yeah. that's what I love
1: about it. I don't know. I always it has... thought
0: it was crazy that she it's a it's a female Godzilla laying eggs. And I thought yeah. the babies were a good part of it.
1: Oh, I did too. I love it. And then it kind of comes back to Jurassic Park, honestly. Yeah. It's like they were they were like the Velociraptors, basically. Pretty much. But also that oh, that intro the fucking opening with the, the old guy. Like, oh, sure. oh, amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah and he got matthew broderick which i'm gonna be honest i don't mind too much i think he fits a 90s godzilla movie i couldn't think of someone else to put in there he just he's like your off brand actor for that kind of stuff
1: and you know what i like about him is they were part he was part of that generation of like having lead actors who weren't overly jacked and couldn't figure out things immediately like he just felt like a dude who shit was happening to i don't know like if they would you know it's it's different now
0: yeah it's a movie like i'm still bucking to just buy the 4k because fuck it why not get it the most pristine version of that movie
1: i'm gonna you know what anyone else can say what they want but i'll totally back that i will i'll be there with you
0: yeah it's like also one of the few godzilla movies where godzilla isn't absolutely as like bigger than the city itself like he's in new york city or she's in new york city and like every other godzilla movie they're terrorizing the entire city but this one She's like low key going through like between buildings. She's not like destroying an entire city. It's that kinda... was
1: one of my favorites with the helicopters. Like, yeah, how like fun Chase is that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like someone who's a huge Godzilla fan. Like I you got to just appreciate it, you know. I I guess I mean
1: maybe it's because I love it so much, <laughs> but I I guess I'm assuming with most Godzilla fans that it's just like this bastard spawn.
0: You know what's funny? I'm I catch myself like dissing 2014's Godzilla more than 98. <laughs> I think
1: deservedly, honestly. Because if you look at the trailers comparatively, like, 98 never sold you the same shit.
0: (laughs) I think because 98 felt like such a genuine, like, this is the American take on Godzilla. Whereas 2014 is like, we're doing an homage to, like, Japanese Godzilla and doing it with an American spin. And I'm like, you got the guy from Kick-Ass. Like, you know, and Ken Watanabe. Like, you got to do a little bit Mm -hmm. more than just that, you know? I don't know. Well, I mean, like,
1: Breaking Bad had just ended around then, too, so you had, like, a little bit of that, too. It was like, ooh, Chris, you know,
0: like... So true. I think Gareth Edwards just, like, was like, how do I piss off high school Chris? We barely give him Godzilla in his senior year of high school watching this movie at theaters. I think like, Gareth Edwards just has that. He's, point. like,
1: following you, like, on some ghost account on Facebook to to gain re- recon of this. He's like, yeah, you fucking like that idea? <laughs>
0: god i hope i I, at least 2014 i felt like like this was a personal attack on me leaving that theater like i was like so excited for it and i felt so like slighted i was like this feels almost too precise like to be like pissing me off like to just make a normal movie that isn't good it just felt like strategically planned (laughs) and i'll go to the grave saying that (laughs)
1: Can you imagine just having this moment after you're done at the theater where like maybe your minds just somehow connect for two seconds, you know, like a Star Wars moment. You can, uh-huh. you know, you can hear each other's thoughts and it's like, oh. did fucking, did you like my movie? And you're like, no, fuck you. I hated it. It's like, ah. it's <laughs> like I, I accomplished what I wanted.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly think that. So if like if I ever got a chance to meet Gareth Edwards, I feel like he'd already know just looking at me. He's like, this guy fucking hates me. <laughs> like yeah i could never meet him if i ever could i couldn't do it (laughs) uh but boozy i'm so happy to have you on here man um but uh as you know being a first-time guest dude you got to go through the gauntlet so Mm -hmm. like tell me some stuff about you and some sequels guy like where are you at with them because mitch when he was on he was all about sequels i kind of want to hear your take on it
1: Dude, I I loved your guys' episode. You guys were just having so much fun. And, like, honestly, I'm just going to say, like, Mitch loves you. And he was very excited when he found out (laughs) that I'm going to be on here. And I'm really excited that you reached out because I'm, like, I never want to invite myself on podcasts. That's, like, a weird thing. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, that's exactly how I feel, too. So that's why I started my own podcast, just so I could avoid that a little bit. But then I feel weird sliding in DMs and being, like, hey, like, I know you were on, like, a big podcast last week, but do you want to be on my small little podcast to talk about a shitty sequel?
1: <laughs> Dude, all like, you know what? I just, I love that all our podcasts are getting to to know each other. Like it's this, it's this weird little family. And I just, I love it so much.
0: It's like, it's yeah. It's like the, the Texas chainsaw family for sure, but I still love it. nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be our headquarters, just this really shitty hot house full of, like, guts.
0: <laughs> but never catch me going to Texas is the thing. Like, I probably would never go to fucking Texas. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But what are some sequels, Guy, that you enjoy? Oh, I'm curious.
1: Oh. I. Okay, so you kind of, like, sprung this on me, and I know I, I should have, like... I... So I wrote down some, and you're going to be like, why the fuck did he say any of these? But this is the first one I'm going to say is one that I actually pitched as we should do an episode on, and you kind of skirted around it instantly. So it's like, okay, he doesn't want to talk about it, which is uh, Blue Crush 2.
0: <laughs> he said skirted, but like, I'm very aware of what Blue Crush is, and like I've only seen the trailer of the first movie, and that's about it. <laughs> but talk to me about Blue Crush 2, guy. Like, I mean... If you liked being on here after this, you, we'll be back on to do a Blue yes. Crush 2. I promise you.
1: Okay, so Blue Crush 2 started as... I would actually had never seen Blue Crush 1 when I watched Blue Crush 2. <laughs> it was it was, it was given cool. to me as a gift, and it was basically like, if I buy you this other thing, you have to watch this and talk <laughs> about it. I did actually... It was like a t- tear table episode a long time ago. <laughs> I talked about this, but um, basically I reviewed it, and I was like, this movie is the weirdest fucking thing, and I don't think anybody who has ever... Watched, or I don't think anyone who like knew anything about Blue Crush One had anything to do with two. It was just its own thing. But <laughs> basically, it's just about this girl coming to a different uh, country, and she basically ruins everybody's lives, including this like chimp who lives at this fort with a bunch of them. And then she uh, wins a surf competition and then everyone cheers for them, but she's homeless or everyone's homeless. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's the weirdest. I, I love it so much though. And I would love to come back on and talk about it. I'm not I res- doing a great job of selling it
0: though. No, I respect <laughs> that. It's a, it, you, you wanted to, you pitched a surfer sequel movie. Cause <laughs> like surfer movies, like outside of point break, I'm kind of like, eh, like I don't know too much about them. I think about, um, uh what is that one what is it it's a surfer movie with Gerard butler
1: Gerard butler was in a
0: surfer movie like yeah oh this is like such a niche question
1: oh i'm terrible with these i, I don't well
0: oh, i don't even remember what it's called but i know he's in a surfer movie that i kind of want to check out too so we might have to do some research on this genre
1: <laughs> do you remember like that weird part of the uh, it was like mid-2000s where surfing was cool for like a split second and everyone was doing like i don't know there was like a weird point where like puka shell necklaces were cool for a hot second you know what surfing be- movies
0: yeah dude i think i think surfing is like the pre like basically like what was a a pre to come kind of thing like not pre come. i should i should have worded it differently <laughs> but it was like it was like a precursor to like what skateboarding is now. Like you see so many oh, movies totally. like about skateboarding. That's like, I was like skating's fucking tight and stuff like that. And it's like skating and like surfing has always been cool. It's just like, we were all so untalented to learn how to do either or, and now we just want to be a part of that, you know, culture. That's what I do. Right.
1: Which is like, and it's super weird that it was even interesting here. Cause like where I live, we're yeah. landlocked. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird thing to be like oh fuck yeah surfing like living that lifestyle and it's like we've never experienced it
0: it's so true to me i, I like to kayak that's like the most badass thing i can do on the water so i'll kayak you know Oh
1: dude i i love kayaking yeah are you, I, I, are you gonna I take the... me like i could i could hop on your back and we can go Ooh, together dude, like i would
0: do a, yeah we could do like a double you know mm-hmm. kind of sweet i want to be
1: your yoda <laughs>
0: Uh, last time I went kayaking was in community college and I went with like my pro- it was like a field trip with my professor and a couple of students. Right. And uh, it was just an excuse to like go kayaking in Minnesota. And it was really kind of hot and sticky and it was hilly. But like we kayaked in like isolated parts and like got drunk at night around a fire. And then I remember skinny dipping with a classmate once and I never Dude, was the same. That sounds like a that.
1: great experience. <laughs> it sounds like you became you came back a man
0: i found myself in that place. yeah
1: you you so you bad. really you left as <laughs> you you alexander super trout but you came back
0: i just remember being like am i really about to go get naked in front of a classmate and then go to class with them this next week after
1: <laughs> oh That's were you weird after. about it after oh guy uh,
0: it was cold it, I, I will say it was a cold brisk morning so um <laughs> i won't specify if it was a guy or girl but it was a classmate uh, <laughs> what's another sequel you got guy
1: Dude, let's talk about Jaws 2.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a, okay. So we're talking about Lost World, but I have not very, I, Jaws is like Jurassic Park for me, where I just recently watched these movies in the last five years.
1: Right, so you don't, the you don't have the, the, I'm sorry, I have I have such like deep, deep roots with all these things. So these are like things I grew up with. And it's so interesting to have that take of like not growing up with it.
0: Yeah. So, I kind of wish I did. I'm not gonna lie, but I was too busy watching like Alien and like Ogre from 2008. You know, it's like shout out Ogre from
1: 2008.
0: Yeah, like the CGI Ogre, and way too much time watching Shrek too. So it's like, <laughs> like I didn't get to watch Jaws or Jurassic Park growing up. But oh. I respect people's love for him. I totally do.
1: Dude, Jaws Jaws two is like think about it is like Jaws is considered to be basically like the best movie. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah. in everybody's, you know what I mean? It's in everybody's mm-hmm. top ten pretty much. Yeah. Or, you know, in, in general. Um, but to have a sequel that's actually really, really good is super impressive. And I, I think it kind of comes back to when we talk about Jurassic Park later is I think this movie did a great job of holding up what is like probably one of the hardest things ever to follow up. Yeah. it's it's like trying to follow up alien you know so yeah. it is, you know it's a yeah. it's amazing that that these things happen i think it does a great job in being just as terrifying
0: sweet wow it's so yeah. another creature feature with the ocean involved too i've seen a trend <laughs> i never
1: even thought about that when i was looking at this i'm like oh shit but i got another one for you and uh-huh. there's there's very little ocean involved. Ooh. I want to give a huge shout out to, we did actually did an episode about this a long time ago because I was like, we need to ginger snaps too. What an amazing werewolf movie.
0: Mitch brought that up um, to me recently about a ginger snaps too. And I recently watched ginger snaps and fucking loved it. I love ginger snaps, but I didn't know there was a sequel
1: dude there's actually two sequels
0: oh god there's two sequels
1: that. and they were filmed back to back and the third one makes no sense but the second one awesome it's it it totally reminds me of it is just it is how james cameron like aliened up aliens it, it's what happens in ginger snaps is like they they kick it up so much more and like i love ginger snaps for being like an analogy to so much you know what i mean to yeah. like growing up as a woman mm-hmm. but it's also amazing the sequel where it's basically just like it throws a lot of those concepts away and just goes straight for like a like this is a hunting movie basically
0: that's awesome yeah when you when you said it was recorded the same time, like directed and created at the same time as the third one, apparently now too. I didn't yeah. know there was a the third one, but now there is. I immediately thought of Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3 because they were recorded back to back too with the same location and actors. And, and I they I fucking ran out love
1: those movies. Of,
0: yeah, I love them too. But in 3, they run out of money and they can't afford certain scenes. So they're so cheap, but I love it so much. <laughs>
1: I think, honestly, it, it sounds stupid, but three out of all of them has my probably my favorite intro, where it's, like, the girl getting, like, run over by the bus, and then it just goes into, like, wicked guitar solos. I'm like, yep, yep. this is incredible.
0: I low-key like the concept of, like, having inner-city kids hang out with, like, rich, like, privileged kids, and, like, they have totally. to go to camp together. Like, I fuck with that. That's kind of sweet. And they disguise Angela with her just wearing a wig. Like, genius. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh these are some solid sequels like these are the types of sequels that i need to like know about you know oh so. I, 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 should, I didn't even
1: give you like all the shitty ones like <laughs> hey do you want to watch fucking oh my god what is it called uh stepfather 3. Oh god <laughs> that's that's on tubi if you want to watch that one
0: mm, okay uh, this is good to know for for, for my tubi watches <laughs> um but for those uh tuning in so boozy is on the territory table and like i love that podcast booze i'm not gonna lie you guys are hilarious like thank you so much you guys is your guys's chemistry is like amazing and like i do this thing where it's like i'll listen to it but like i won't see what the episode's about because i want to like hear the intro and get excited you know for it right like i love when like mitch will be like this is a saskatoon podcast and i'm like i don't know what that is but i like the sound of it and then um (laughs) what the fuck are you guys talking about (laughs) i I just thought it was kind of fucking cool to just say saskatoon and then then he'll be like i'm here with uh let's see who's here and then you're like boozy and you're like hi it's boozy here and then it's like you hear kyle just like hey it's kyle
1: (laughs) Our, you know what it's the funniest thing is depending on the day our energy will be all over the place so so like a lot of times one of us will just be like super excited and we have to try and like feed off of that because, uh-huh. you know, like podcasting is it's it's a funny thing. And I feel like we've been podcasting there so long. We it's like having this weird relationship, <laughs> you know, like we, we we feel like we argue like a married couple about dumb shit.
0: I, the way I describe it to people who don't listen to the church, I'm like, it's like the most genuine love of movies kind of podcast. Like they're like, they genuinely love the movies they talk about, even though they probably don't sound good. They talk about it. Like it's a masterpiece. And I respect that. (laughs) The jokes always hit too. Like no matter what, like the jokes always hit. I'm like dying laughing and I'll catch myself thinking, how could I incorporate this joke in a daily conversation? (laughs)
1: right that's like that fucking that's that spongebob meme where they got the binoculars write that down write that down
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much or like i'm still like i need to watch jimbo because (laughs) the conversation you and mitch had about that like cracks me up still to this day (laughs) but no i'm so man.
1: i I appreciate that so so much that's like i'm so glad that you know because that's like at the end of the day that's all we want it's just like to make people feel like they're hanging out with us. That's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And everyone's probably thinking, Chris, why are you jerking boozy off? And it's like, seriously, like <laughs> listen to the table. Like it's a pretty great time. Uh, what I want to know is you wanted to talk about Jurassic park and everyone I've been asking i've been saying like you love jurassic park so like do you remember when you first saw it
1: i i totally missed this when we were talking about sequels but a quick shout out before we talk about jurassic park to carnosaur 2 one of the stupidest jurassic park rip-off movies i've (laughs) ever seen but it's incredible
0: is it one of those like uh those jurassic park rip-offs where the covers look amazing is that like one of those yeah
1: oh even the covers kind of try it Uh it was funny is it it's uh it wanted to it basically took the story of aliens but with dinosaurs so that's probably why I like it to this day but it is just garbage
0: not gonna lie it kind of sounds tight definitely one of those midnight madness movies I want to watch
1: oh dude it's a Roger Corman movie it's fantastic
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so good to know I've been actually like uh, like unintentionally watching like these Roger Corman like 50s and 60s movies, and yeah. like I'll text Daniel because he's like my encyclopedia for like old horror, and I'll be like, "Who's Roger Corman?" and like, "What's this movie?" and he he like he'll explain it, and I'm like, "This is fascinating, but the movie's not good."
1: <laughs> Dude, Roger Corman, like, no word of a lie is like one of my favorite directors. He even if he hasn't made that many great films, it's just mm-hmm. like this like stick to itiveness and this ability to make like a mill. He's put out a ton of shit and influenced and gave everyone who's big a job it's kind of you know he he's a factory man
0: dang like yeah daniel said there was like a roger corman school and i think he said joe dante went mm-hmm. like was, went tons, through that.
1: tons yeah. of people it, it it's insane like that's that's a very fun like film rabbit hole if you ever want to go down is just mm-hmm. look at all the people who joe dante gave a job to who went on to do better things like
0: right. you that's know so, man that's so cool uh but okay so jurassic park like when you saw it did you instantly fall in love with it did you like love like dinosaurs growing up as a kid like all of us did oh dude i
1: yeah i was i was definitely i got caught up in the dinosaur mania i had like all the (laughs) like jurassic park action figures i i used to have so many action figures and um i wanted to be a paleontologist when i was a little kid like dude it, it was like every part of me like just loved dinosaurs and i think it's that idea of just something that like is larger than life mm-hmm. Y- mm-hmm. you know like it, it's it's unfathomable to think like holy shit these things actually did exist at a certain <laughs> point i think that's the part that blows my mind like even still yeah. which is like a wonder you have as a kid right it's like holy shit
0: yeah some of my favorite toys i think i had like a t-rex toy that was pretty sweet and i make it fight like my godzilla 98 toy so it's like i think dude, i had a godzilla 98 toy too oh, yeah. oh dude <laughs> yeah hell yeah like i think this is like I need to find more people like, Hey, did you have a 98 Godzilla toy? Yeah. And it's like, start like this club. Cause like, you I kind of remember the you. cartoon. Yeah. The animated one. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. I used to get up early to watch that shit. Mm-hmm. I, it was like one of these <laughs> rare
1: channels that I had where like, it was like Saturday. We're watching men in black, the cartoon followed oh, the by men men Godzilla.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> in like the Jackie Chan cartoon. Jackie piece. Chan adventures. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. That
1: was like this solid morning lineup.
0: Yeah, dude. I remember Godzilla's intro, like, they're just like, like daily adventures where Godzilla would help them. And then at the end, like, climb the Empire State Building (laughs) or whatever.
1: Yeah, you know what the weird part about is like that TV show is fairly trash because Godzilla isn't in very much of it. It's just about these like weird characters who aren't even in the movie.
0: Yeah, but they're like influence, like they're part of like the news crew or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) What a weird spinoff. We need that back, though. We need, yeah, we need
1: that energy of weird TV shows <laughs> with movies.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I think when I'm thinking back to it now and watching all these Godzilla movies, I think I went the route of like, I feel like a lot of people were like, dinosaurs are cool and like Jurassic Park, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I feel like, because I didn't watch Jurassic Park growing up, I was like, I love dinosaurs. I love the movie from Disney, Dinosaur, that CGI that movie. movie.
1: I went to see that when it came out in theaters. Those carnosaurs scared the shit out of me as a little kid. I had, kid.
0: like, toys. Like the, like, the little puppet toys. I thought those were kind of cool. I said, like, grab oh, my brother's yeah, ear yeah. and, like, pull on it. <laughs> like, I thought what that is, was really cool.
1: What That's, like, an oddly terrifying... I don't know. It, it just felt like, when I was a kid watching that, is that movie got real serious, real oh, fast. It does. And it, it, like, talks about dealing with, like... There's, like, martyrdom in that movie and shit. Like... <laughs>
0: this is why like i have problems today i think it's because dinosaur 2001 or whatever (laughs) but like i went like that route with like weird dinosaurs and then like godzilla was like my thing but like i never gave second thoughts to like maybe like watching jurassic park like so like when we talk about like spielberg like Mm -hmm. i saw i've seen so many of his movies but like jurassic park was such a weird one for me to finally in jaws as well was like ones where i i don't know why i didn't circle back to him so much more quickly like i watched schindler's list like in high school,
1: you know, she wants more of his like his serious stuff.
0: I thought it was really cool if I, in my young age, watching serious movies and like just saying like I saw these movies. You know what I mean? But I also were you that kid
1: when like the teacher asked like who has seen this advanced movie and you're like I have. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it was really awkward when the when the teacher was like who saw um, Goodfellas and we're like sophomores and juniors in high school and I'm like this and he goes like put your hand back down you have not seen it and I'm like I fucking seen it. but uh yeah i don't know I, I i love i love spielberg's work i think at one point i was kind of like annoyed with spielberg because like his filmography is so advanced like expansive and like he has so many good films it almost got annoying where it's like oh like spielberg's almost too good you know and right. like it's such a weird thing it's like of a it's like like I guess what like a lot of hockey fans would have been like the Blackhawks are so annoying because they keep winning. You know, shout out that early 2010s time when we were winning a lot. Um, oh,
1: dude, we had a we had a very solid run of dominance, and I know like people fucking hate it, and it's even now where it's like if if my team loses a game, I'll have someone randomly message me <laughs> like, ah, fuck you. It's like. <laughs> we're in a rebuild now who cares yeah,
0: like it, it's like you're at least five years too late guy um, exactly like i guess <laughs> yeah like that's just how i felt for a little bit with spielberg and then i woke up i was like you're an idiot like stop thinking like that but i think it's because he was like making like war horse you know and i right. think like adventures in tintin but then i i heard bridge of spies was really good but i never got around to that or the post Yeah, and that's one i have some,
1: never seen either
0: yeah like these are like these older serious movies and like i think now i was like at that point, I was like, I need to go back to his roots a little bit, you know, and then when I watched Jaws, it was fine. It wasn't the most ideal conditions I watched it in, but then I watched it again in a the theater and I enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, and then now with watching Jurassic Park, I, again, wasn't that crazy about it, but right. I always knew in the back of my mind, it's like, that's a me thing. Because it's like, if I watched this when I was younger, I probably would have fucking loved the movie but like I didn't. So it's like I was feel like I was being too cocky, you know? And then when you said you wanted to talk about Lost World, I was like I should probably rewatch the first one. And I I I've been known to say I prefer Ready Player One more than Jurassic Park. And I think Oof. that's cuz like a lot of things in that movie are like so nostalgic to me. Right. So I went back and rewatched Jurassic Park for you Boozy, and uh oh. I did enjoy it a lot more uh this yeah. time around. Yeah, I think it's I think I don't know. I think it's because I kept thinking like, oh, look at all this nostalgia that this movie's trying to do in 1993, you know, but it's like I didn't like put into like context like, you know, Sam Neill and Laura Dern are amazing in this movie, you know, and then in looking at the lens of the T-Rex and the rain scene and thinking like for its time, like that looks impressive, you know, do you think it looks bad now? Mm-mm. I actually don't think they're bad-looking movies. I don't know if that's a criticism or not, though. But I no, no, actually... No,
1: I just genuinely... Because, like, there are there are certain scenes in that movie where if when they do show all CGI... Like, when they show the Brachiosaur, when they show it, like, from far away...
0: Okay, yeah, it, that's kind of...
1: It, it doesn't look great. But I, I think, yeah. to this day, like, I think the like the T-Rex at night uh-huh. looks incredible. It, it looks yeah. incredible. Like, it, it looks like it's real. And I think that's one of the reasons I love it so much.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that movie these movies like influence a lot of different types of movies as well. Like just Mm -hmm. like, like the velociraptors in like the office chasing the girls, you know, like, Oh, I've seen movies try to replicate this and not do it well. So it's like rewatching it again. I do enjoy it a lot more now. I still won't say it's like my favorite Spielberg movie, but like, I don't like, I don't feel as confident in saying ready player one is, is is better than Jurassic park as much. Now (laughs) I'm more kind of like, like hot under the collar i'm like oh well you know what
1: i i approve of that and i also just want to like just to defend jurassic park because they're you know that's my boy i always got to go to bat for jurassic park is like the the reason that i find that that movie holds up a lot better than uh some of the movies that even came out like five years ago is the basis of basic story principles Mm -hmm. is they set up basic ideas that you you know that A and B have to happen so C can happen. Those are, you know, they establish. you know, you have to get here to do this, which is a very, you know, it's a very story-driven part. So when you do have these flashes of amazing, you know, like the dinosaur stuff happening, you realize it's in the scope of this bigger story as opposed to just kind of a one-off thing. I I think that's something, let's take a shot at Godzilla 2014 over that, Uh, is Godzilla 2014 just doesn't have basic fun storytelling principles with its characters, which is why no one really cared about the characters, which is why it didn't really hit, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, there at least, you know, from the beginning of the movie to the end, your characters did develop somewhat. You do kind of care what happens to them, and you're happy when certain things happen to certain people.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know what? Another problem of mine was when I first watched Jurassic Park, the original was when I was watching it, I was speed running through it because I remember I was we were gonna go see the Lost World. Um, the the sequel to Jurassic World, which was horrible. Oh, are you talking about Fallen Kingdom? Yeah, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, like I was speed running through the first movie just so I could get a pre-existing idea of like what this new movie is gonna be about. And oh. I remember thinking they're a completely different movies.
1: Hundred percent, a hundred percent. And. Uh, the-
0: but now that I could sit down and like enjoy it again, like re-watch it and just enjoy it without having the pressures of like, okay, I have to watch this so I can understand this next movie. It was more like mm-hmm. I need to rewatch this movie and like give it some actual thought instead of speed running through, which I think is important. So, right. um, but I want to really now talk about Lost World, and I want to know your thoughts on Lost World.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so excited! I got to talk about like. We've talked about this quite a bit on Terra Table, but it's always fun when someone's like, hey, do you want to talk about a sequel? It's like, oh, I can talk about Lost World, which is a movie that I forever have, has, have thought, like, what a, what a great follow-up to a Spielberg movie, and you know, which are probably the hardest things to do. Like I said, with Jaws, you know, mm-hmm. the, the sequel to Jaws is, like, hardest thing to do is follow up a Spielberg movie. And I think this movie does a great job in taking kind of those core ideas of character development and adding in those scary dinosaur scenes to give it that those horror elements. Like I always find at its core, you know, people can say that it's just a regular adventure movie or whatever. There is basic horror elements in Jurassic park and Jurassic, you know, like, you mm-hmm. know, the lost world. There's a ton of that in this film. I think there's, there's very much like kind of alien ask cat and mouse kind of situations that happen. And, yeah. and I think that that's something that, it is kind of lost me. If you want to talk about like Fallen Kingdom, I, I tried to convince myself I like that movie, but I really don't. And I think it's because it doesn't have any heart or tact at all. And I think that uh, Lost World has a ton of fun things. It it kind of has a a silly story, but at the same time, it's memorable scenes and ideas that I, I think is is fun.
0: Yeah, and. And honestly, I think the best thing about it too is Ian Malcolm comes back, and I and it's Jeff Goldblum was like my favorite part of that first movie. Like his character, it was amazing. I love Jeff Goldblum, and when he's the the Lone Star returning in this movie, besides of um, Doctor Hammond. Um, Which was a weird
1: choice. Like I always think that is kind of a weird choice.
0: Yeah, it feels like um, like in sequel movies now they take like these small side characters and like give them their own movies now. You know, it's it's never like you you would think at this time in sequels it'd be like the return with Sam Neill and Laura Dern doing another
1: movie. Yeah, and like if you want to talk about like like Jaws two, you know, you have like Brody coming back. Where Mm -hmm. if you didn't, it would be really odd. Whereas that's pretty much what what uh, (laughs) Lost World did is took kind of a a side character yeah he's memorable but to throw him all because he's not a likable character in the first movie Mm -hmm. if you kind of think about his actions he he like hits on everybody and (laughs) is kind of a dick honestly
0: yeah yeah, well, I love Ian Malcolm coming back in this movie. Also, the intro to the movie is really sweet with this rich couple on the on the island. I love that opening of the little girl getting attacked by these little... Um... The, the
1: little girl from um, When a Stranger Calls. That's <laughs> oh, the actress that from she... When a Stranger Calls.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't know who she was. I just thought it yeah, was... Yeah,
1: she, she's done a couple movies since then. I don't think she's done a ton, but yeah, she has a couple movies under her belt.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, the, the big thing about lost world i'll just i'll say it out right now just so you can get this conversation going yes. i really really liked this movie Ooh. i actually like it more than the original wow okay yeah. you know
1: what that's you know i'll take that honestly that's like and, that's like kind of a win <laughs> and
0: here's here, and here's the thing before everyone's like chris stop blowing your load right now i i, I agree with you i like the horror elements because spielberg started in horror And I feel like he goes back to his roots a little bit in this movie. You know, the first one has so much wonder and adventure with some sequel or some some horror sequences for sure. But this one, it feels more amped up and there's a sense of urgency that I really like it's
1: it's definitely like the dirtier version right because they don't yeah they don't have like that big uh you know like in the first jurassic park where they're they're going through the the big doors you know and Mm -hmm. it's like what do you got king kong in there like that you know (laughs) and that's very much that wondrous scene or like oh the triceratops whereas yeah the the sequel is very much like yeah you guys know what a fucking dinosaur is (laughs) now watch everybody run like
0: it's also so incredibly violent and it, mm-hmm. it is graphic too for a '97 Spielberg movie, which I I guess like you could say like uh Saving Private Ryan was such a graphic, violent movie too. But it's weird to see so much blood on screen in a Jurassic Park movie. At least in my eyes, I I wasn't expecting that, and I think that was so. I think it works so much better to its favor.
1: It it does like overall, it's. they really amp up like the body count and and it does feel like you can kind of see those roots of it being honestly like a kind of an aliens version of a sequel where they're like we get you know we're adding we're adding more people we're adding more teeth that's you know
0: yeah and here's the thing that's great about it it doesn't sacrifice like story or plot for more violence it also doesn't sacrifice um technological improvements like the first 1993's mm-hmm. jurassic park i still think yeah it's a very good looking movie it's got some dated looks on it but i think it's still a very well made looking movie it's a spielberg movie of course but here's the thing 1997's lost world i think techno like with the cgi the technology looks better i think the dinosaurs look better um and i think it like, that's kind of a, a rarity in the sequel genre. I mean, yeah, like you said, like Aliens, like those Xenomorphs look just as good as the original in the first one, if not better. Because you, mm-hmm. you have more on screen. And I have to... And then
1: again, they definitely, like, streamlined the look of them, and which I feel like they did a lot in this movie because every Jurassic Park movie, the raptors look a little bit different. That's, like, a mm-hmm. common thing.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's sick. Shout out the raptors real quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you enjoyed this movie, though. Also, it's it's really interesting, yeah. That having like this is the first. This is what I know Jeff Goldblum from. Like, I didn't see The Fly till like years later. Mm-hmm. So it, th- this is like my my first Jeff Goldblum leading role movie. That this is where I always go to is when I think of him. Honestly, is mm-hmm. <laughs> and same yeah. with like this is my first experience of like. Um, Vince Vaughn as well I always think and and I've heard people say kind of various things about him and this is like this was always my first experience to him and I find his character were to be like fairly likable in this movie
0: yeah I don't I don't like dislike any characters in this movie at all like I even think like the character of Roland I I enjoy his character the guy from Fargo is pretty entertaining yeah and like even
1: I think Roland is such a fun character for the movie is that He's the only one in the history of like, so up to that point in the, in the film franchise that didn't give a shit about seeing dinosaurs. He was the first one in in any of these movies. As soon as he saw him, he's like, I want to fucking shoot that thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they come in so nonchalantly, like their introductions, like halfway into the movie, they show up and that's like, Oh, sweet. Like, look at this. And like, like I said, and like, you never I, question
1: it, really. You're just like, oh, everything makes sense. Like, sure, they're sending people out. Cool. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like an island. So why wouldn't there be like, you know, some people with guns wanting to come on here? Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just like I kept thinking about the movie. Is like every character. I mean, I get Jeff Goldblum's daughter. So I've heard people say who've seen this movie kind of criticize like her on screen time, but like we don't know that much. I don't find you her know? that annoying, yeah. really yeah if anything i think it definitely
1: did help with like filling out yeah sorry that's totally what you're yeah he does like she does really help fill out his character and i also think uh is it laura dern God, what is her name not laura Dern. julianne moore uh julianne moore sorry i think does a fantastic i think she is a great part of this franchise too very sarah harding is definitely like an underrated character for this franchise
0: yeah i i i'm because I haven't seen the third one yet and I haven't even seen a world is does Julianne Moore return back or, um, you know,
1: and in, in the third one, no, you, you know what? I am so excited for you to see the third one. Cause it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it, it is, it is a very odd, odd movie. There's definitely a, a sharp decline from this one to the third one, mm-hmm. but how like i think that something else is super uh, exciting about this movie that people don't always mention is the whole scene with the uh, what would you call it like the extended rv
0: oh yeah that's just like i think that's like spielberg's like revisiting the same um uh, jeep scene with the t-rex in the first movie obviously yeah. but he doubles it up with having a second car having more people in it and has a second t-rex in there as well it's like it it follows
1: all the same principles Mm -hmm. yeah there's like there's there's two t-rexes there's more exactly like exactly and they're even having the whole like issue of being pushed over a ledge i just think that like what a great i still think the the t-rex scene from the first jurassic park is better overall but i i will say that like this what a what a great way to fall. I'm not disappointed every time I see this. I think it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I think it's smart, and a lot of cool things happen. It does a great job of building up tension.
0: Yeah, and like yeah, like I said, rewatching Jurassic Park definitely like made. I think if anything, I have to credit the rewatch of the first one to liking two just so much more. You mm-hmm. know, um I just like yeah, it's a very very good follow up, and it has some parts that it borrows from the first movie, but it doesn't like piggyback off of it i think it maybe just like improves it even just a little bit more than the first totally one. but the and first one definitely is a better movie i will say but i personally just really like the, the mm-hmm. sequel i could it's like it's a movie i could see myself rewatching. It's like a fun kickback movie and like i'm not like upset with anything totally um, i and it's kept just thinking like,
1: it's so ambitious too like think about the amount of different things that they did throughout this film compared to like what was a very contained first movie honestly mm-hmm because this, this movie halfway through turns into like they they did just take the story of King Kong, yeah. But like that's halfway through the movie they do that, and it's not like a four hour movie. So the like the amount of stuff that we go through is insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does feel like a king like you, exactly I was going to say it feels like a King Kong comes back to New York. I'm so happy you said that, and I think maybe because I love the story of King Kong, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that little bit of borrowing kind of helps the movie for me a little bit, you know? Cause I like seeing like the T-Rex has no charisma compared to King Kong, obviously if anything, right. it's Godzilla doing a King Kong impression, but uh, <laughs> it just, it, I don't know. It's just kind of fun to see. I think honestly, um, Fallen Kingdom tries to like copy lost world with like the ending of like the dinosaurs are coming to the city now. And stuff like but that. it
1: just feels so dead in the water. When yeah.
0: It <laughs> I can't no, believe they actually try to do that as like, a ending to a movie it's like get <laughs> over yourself
1: <laughs> I tried so hard to like Fallen Kingdom I really did I was like these are you know Jurassic Park and Jurassic World even I, I think the first Jurassic World movie is fantastic yeah, honestly I think it's a, a very awesome movie but just in comparison how weird and like uh, PG and boring Fallen Kingdom really is it it's such a it's it's that once again is like there's no stakes involved which I think is something that those movies suffer from like i think a lot of newer movies suffer from that idea is like nothing really there's no stakes involved to a lot of things
0: yeah and i think it. it sounds kind of weird to say but i think with at least fallen kingdom i didn't even see jurassic world I just a fallen kingdom um Oh, I feel dude, like you're
1: so all over the place with this. You watched one in a rush <laughs> just to watch Fallen Kingdom, which is the the worst one. Like it's like watching the the best and the worst one. Just
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm just a different breed, I think, when it comes to Jurassic Park. Maybe, but the thing I can't get over is like, yes, of course, if dinosaurs existed, they would weaponize them. Of course, they would in t- the 2010s or whatever. But my thing is. I don't think we could be that defenseless against dinosaurs in the modern day but like in the 90s I believe the struggles of having to fend off dinosaurs. I I believe that. You don't, yeah, you like, wouldn't
1: even have like a cell phone to record to like send to World Star when the shit's happening. You just
0: have to <laughs> live in the moment
1: and be terrified.
0: Shout out World Star though. I think there's a video of me somewhere like fight b- body boxing in like a bathroom in high school and like getting my ass beat. So little background
1: wow (laughs) dude do you not you didn't save a link or anything like yeah i'm on world (laughs) star
0: dude no i can't take an l on the internet like i just can't
1: (laughs) could you imagine just that being like your profile thing is like watch this video of me getting my shit kicked
0: (laughs) uh yeah yeah just like i'm still like a fragile mind even since high school when that happened
1: I'm I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just clowning you on it, and you
0: know, oh, dude, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just like spilling my guts on this podcast episode. Please, there, I like, love oh. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's like falling, like, and when you talk about Vince Vaughn. I kind of groaned at first, like, oh, there's Vince Vaughn in this movie. Cause I didn't look up who was in this movie. The only right. thing I knew was Ian Malcolm was in this. And I was like, I love Ian Malcolm for the first one. So that was what I was pumped about. And when I see Vince Vaughn, I'm groaning. But honestly, he low-key I felt like he was gonna steal Julianne Moore at one point in the movie. And I was like, I wouldn't have gotten mad at that. I was like, they're kind of he d- kind of
1: nice. does have he that, that sexy sidekick thing going on. Yeah. yeah. I just I just like that his character came and went and like <laughs> yeah. he was he was just trying to to hang out, honestly. I, I do like that about his character.
0: Yeah, and I also love the shot when they um come out from the cart on the rope and then a bunch of all those guys show up and they're like we have to work together to get off the island. I don't know why, but I was like, Yeah, let's do this. Like let's let's get let's go. <laughs> let's
1: let's go on the island. <laughs>
0: and honestly i don't know
1: it's so hard to follow up oh sorry go ahead
0: no no you go you go
1: i was just gonna say it's it's so hard to follow up but this movie has so many fun little nods to things and like i don't know i guess you're probably not as big into it obviously as i am but like uh like i read the books from the for these (laughs) and the books are quite a bit different it's it's very interesting in how much they took from the first book that got cut out and threw it into this movie. There's a lot of actual like spare parts taken from the from the first book into there, and it, it does kind of feel like maybe that helped it a little bit in acclimating in terms of not being a wild off the rails sequel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it's not like off the rails, but it is like I feel like Spielberg's like I already did this thing, so I kind of want to do something a little different with this, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and. I really enjoy and like again. How rare is it that a guy like Spielberg comes back and then does a sequel to his already well-regarded original movie? Like that's respect. That's like like Ridley Scott coming back into *Aliens*. You know, like that you it's, don't see that often. You know, and I kind of I always respect when directors do that.
1: And and that is that is such an interesting thing you mentioned that because I think that's a problem a lot of sequels have in terms of why they don't hold up as well as you get. You know, you have all these other directors getting thrown to the wolves about this. Mm
0: -hmm. Look at all the
1: different stuff that's happened with the newer Star Wars movies, you know, and, and the idea of like not having forethought into your series or or you know it's very interesting to be able to i think that's something that he did hold that in close regard and the thing like you said where you were enjoying the fact that it seemed like king kong there's like that's whole. that it totally is just a rip off of king kong even the fact that the boat's name is the ss venture yeah. that brings the t-rex <laughs> i'm
0: glad somebody else noticed that i didn't know if it was like it's like does anybody know i was like i know that from somewhere so i'm glad you, you brought that up
1: yeah and i think that's such a fun little scene and then you mm-hmm. also have like i don't know if it is a nod to alien but just having that little radar scene mm-hmm. is is totally like hey you know maybe it's not but that's what i took out of it all these years later
0: nice boozy that's a nice yeah that's a deep cut <laughs> <laughs> no I, I do like that and i'm I was just, I was very surprised by the quality of Lost World. Um, I've always been told it's a fun movie that's not that good. And mm-hmm. to me, that's still a good movie. Like, if a movie is fun, then it did its job as a movie, right? And I'm
1: never disappointed putting on or finishing this movie. It's always just like, wow, what a fun ride I went through. Mm-hmm. And, and the ability of this movie to just cast off so many characters to their deaths and not even, like, bother filming it It is they have this cool concept and they're just like whatever.
0: Yeah. I love the scenes where like the people who died get disappeared off screen, but you just see blood just coming on screen. I love that. I think that actually works more. And I'm actually surprised. Like when, like, the guy is helping them out of the trolley and the T-Rex's grab, I was really hoping he didn't die, even though I barely know the character. I was like, oh, oh please Eddie don't kill Hart. him. Please, yeah. yeah, I was like, please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. And then they rip him in half, and I'm like, whoa, that's actually kind of sweet.
1: <laughs> that was the part of that movie where I was confused because, you know, as a little kid, I'm expecting to see all the the Jeeps and everything, and they had those slick mm-hmm. Mercedeses, and I had, like, little <laughs> toy action figures of
0: those. <laughs> <laughs> I low-key was like, dang, Spielberg really flexing the budget with these Audis yeah. and stuff on, yeah. on the island. is crazy. <laughs> they just, they had to,
1: like, ball out. They're like, we're going to this island. We might as well do it right.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just really like it. Just It just feels like, I mean it just seamlessly goes through like it doesn't feel like it's going through the motions that it feels like it's trying to be too cheesy with its stuff it just it just feels like it's just a fun well-made movie that i think that looks better based because on the time of improvements mm-hmm. and um i don't know I, I mean yeah those t-rexes look really good and i love the chase sequences in that movie i feel the adrenaline of it like i totally get it because in the first one I mean, those T-Rexes look amazing. And it I I—I and, and I, I agree. Like, it made me feel nostalgic about my love for T-Rexes in that movie. And it is horrifying. But in this one, it's like, what if, like, we put, like, you know, like, acid in, like, the water for T-Rexes and let them do whatever? <laughs> for, that's what this movie feels like. They're just, like, they're, like, high on cocaine, just wanting to eat humans. Oh, yeah, you know? they
1: they go through that little small part of, like, how much of blah 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 did you get? Did you give him? And they're like, "Oh, we gave him this," and then he died, so we brought him back. And it's like, "Oh my god, he's he's super turbo angry." Yeah. <laughs> I I love that they don't dwell on that. They kind of give you that, and then they never mention again that this T Rex is just like high as fuck the whole time.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> right, and it just wants his kid like respect. Yeah. For that.
1: and I, I think one thing that I I've I've spent so much time. Which is obviously a waste of my time overall, but I've spent so much time thinking about like what what is off about like Fallen Kingdom versus the or- these original ones, and it's like that they treat the dinosaurs like how you should treat a dinosaur, like it's like seeing a bear or a moose—you don't fucking walk up to it. Where it's just like that's where like Fallen Kingdom really threw me off—is like they have like best friends that are like Velociraptors. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, do you know, you know, like if, if <laughs> I was kind of. If I was running around with a gun and there was, like, a pack of wolves also running around with me and eating other people, I wouldn't, like, nod at one and be like, you you know, you take that way, buddy. It was like, I'd be fucking
0: running. Right. No, 100%. I love how they hype up the velociraptors in this movie, too. Like, they just like, oh, we'll just circle around the nest. And they're like, oh, well, arguing about velociraptors. I'm like, I can't wait for this shit to happen. Like, I'm so excited. Because they're hyping it up in the movie itself.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's the best part, is they make those things, like, the most terrifying thing is, like, yeah, the T-Rex can do whatever, but we can hide or get away from him. It's like, these Velociraptors are opening doors and shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, also, like, the guy who was in Fargo, I forget the actor's name, but he's in this movie, and the way he dies, I'm like... Oh, it's like the opposite of like the wood chipper scene, like from Fargo. It's that it's with like little baby dinosaurs eating their. Oh, mom. with
1: the with the compsognathus, yeah. <laughs> oh, shout out I, that flex
0: right there. Yeah,
1: there you go. I just I love that he goes to take a piss and just disappears into like an alternate, you know, <laughs> like it, it's it's almost hot rod length how long he falls for.
0: Yeah, it is. It, we follow him for a long time, and he's not even that big of a character. He just tries to body Vince Vaughn, which is a cool part. But like, that's about it. But we spend like ten minutes on him and his death, mm-hmm. and it's a good scene.
1: <laughs> and it it really makes. And that's once again, is it makes you realize that like, I think it, the whole point of that is to once again reinforce that like that King Kong of idea that like everything on this island will kill you.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause you don't, you see like the herbivores in the beginning, but like the the stagiosauruses, I believe, is mm-hmm. what called. like they almost straight up cross Julianne Moore, like without regard, you know?
1: Totally. And that's, once again, like I like that idea that they don't treat them like they're these weird. Like almost dogs that are gonna come and you can you know touch them. And you're like wow, and then you ride them into battle later. Yeah. It's the fact that like these are just they're <laughs> fucking you know they're dinosaurs they're they're animals they're just these pea brain things, and you know you can't befriend them. I,
0: I just I just find it really odd that like if, I, I mean I was like man this is 1997 and she was getting hyped up on Vince Vaughn having a new Nokia camera. And I'm like no one likes Nokia cameras. <laughs> Like what is she talking about? Getting you know, all excited for that?
1: <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, how much did you get paid to flex these weird things? Or also, the I think it's so funny is I had never seen like that whole that extended bus thing that they're the RV thing. Uh-huh. Like now we have buses like that in Saskatoon, but like for years I was like, this thing isn't a real thing. And then I saw an actual <laughs> bus like that. And I was like, wait, what? Why is that a thing?
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah. It just. It does have a lot more, like, flex. Like, I think it shows, like, its budget a little bit, which is nothing wrong with that. I respect it. Um, but it gives you, like, some perspective to the time, too, you know? Also, we got to keep in mind, like, this T-Rex straight up killed a dog. And, like, I think we don't talk about that enough.
1: I I am so happy that they didn't go too into it. Yeah, I was just Th- that's surprised. That's the only saving grace. Th-
0: that was kind of a weird... I was
1: hoping that they would just drink water together and then... Yeah. You know, I think maybe it was, like, one of those things, like, he didn't mean to. He was on drugs. That, that'll that be, like, his plea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when they try the T-Rex later, it's like, dude, I didn't mean to eat that dog.
0: Yeah, it's such a weird part where he's, like, trying to wake up his parents and tell there's a T-Rex. Because if I said that to my parents, I probably would have got beat.
1: <laughs> yeah, my parents would not get up and be you know talking about like oh it's the night light turn off the night light they just be like we're gonna whoop the shit out of you together
0: (laughs) no my parents are beautiful people they wouldn't beat me (laughs) i shouldn't be making that as a joke (laughs) but i i just know my most parents would not be happy to hear their kids saying that but again they started arguing and i was like i feel at home at this point now though
1: (laughs) you're you're acclimated to the broken the broken dynamic household here (laughs)
0: oh god uh, anyway
1: also i love that this movie's ending point is basically fuck lawyers like that is <laughs> that is what you get out of this this movie
0: yeah we didn't even talk about it they show the kids from the first movie and they're back and they're all happy to see dr ian malcolm but they're not pumped to see their uncle at all and i'm like yeah nobody is ever pumped to see their uncle
1: <laughs> yeah oh it's our lawyer uncle yay <laughs> you know that is kind of a bummer that they didn't get any other part in this movie but it also kind of brings it back to the idea of like makes it that jurassic park is supposed to be kind of inherently scary you're not supposed to be like wow i survived once let's do a double on it you know it's very much like no one and done
0: yeah they like they survived they moved on you know because i definitely feel like that first movie is about them and laura dern and sam neill being like like like, like, kind of like surrogate parents for them, and Sam Neill come stop being this rough, gruff, gruffy guy. Yeah, he, just, he he totally grows as a character. It's yeah, it, and that's
1: like a fun part of the underlying theme of that movie.
0: Yeah, so it's like you know we, we we did all that. So let's see what Ian Malcolm does, and of course Ian Malcolm has to amp it up with the violence and and the just the craziness of the movie, which I I wouldn't have it I think, any other way with Jeff Goldblum's <gasps> character.
1: It's like, yeah, what is what do you want your daughter to do? Like as your big thing. It's like, oh, she's really good at gymnastics, which will turn into a karate montage.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, like, that's an insane sequence of events of just her acrobatic twirls to kill a velociraptor. That was pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> I did I did appreciate that a lot. Also, one part of this movie that we never spent enough time in is I just loved the fact that they were in the old part of this thing. I don't know, there's something interesting about like Oh, I want to I want to see what else they got in this place.
0: Yeah, they do straight up. Like when they're trying to leave the island, they straight up go back to the old parts of the first movie. Yeah, that's a good point. No, no, Jeez. no dif-
1: yeah, yeah, different. <laughs> different,
0: different but it, but like that looks like it though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like the same it's an idea of like basically when like 92 happened, they cleared everything out, so it looks the same as like what it would have because they just let it go. I don't uh-huh. know. It's just it's super interesting that whole idea of like Oh it's this this second island and it it's just been left to do what it wants. Uh-huh. So you have all this shit just fallen into decay. I don't know, it's very interesting just to see that like they're hiding in in vehicles that are like <laughs> unlocked and
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I I I just it just felt like um and it just felt like a Kind of like a nostalgic trip of like reminding you, like this is all like was a big plan because they talk about it, like this was like the fail the failures of the first movie, Spark, and how to improve on it. It kind of mm-hmm. shows like the remnants of that and like how much mm-hmm. more calm it is. It would have been, I guess, if they just didn't build it at all. I like that kind of part of it.
1: So, so, are, do you like? Are you happy that you watched the sequel? Because I mean, you said you liked it more than the first one. So, like,
0: yeah, it was an feel? all around the 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 homework for this was all around very, very rewarding. (laughs) Like, I was, like, I put off, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna watch Jurassic Park for a while now. But then it's like, you wanted to do the sequel, and then uh, Mitch and Daniel were like, rewatch that first one, and it just kind of was like, accumulation of like, okay, I just need to do this. And then I did, and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, I was too hard in that first movie. And I have a lot of things I enjoy on it, and then watching the sequel, it was just like, this is a little bit more my speed, you know. It's like it's kind of like a horror movie that like like borrows from the first movie, and then also borrowing from other movies to make it its own thing. And has actors I really like in it as well. Not to say I don't like Laura Dern and Sam Neill at all either, and the fat guy from Seinfeld. But um, uh, I, I absolutely love jeff goldblum and i'm have a soft spot for julianne moore vince vaughn like 90s vince vaughn is weird it's like he i he's kind of a sweetheart you know like i like it
1: he he's like the the dude next door that just never got any love really like
0: yeah yeah. and he's kind of like a hard ass like he's a skinny really sweet hard ass because he like he'll like stand up for you know his cause and stuff like that i don't know i just it was like i don't think this movie I feel like it just like if Spielberg did not do this movie, I would not have been like champion this movie as much now. I feel like, you know, yeah. it just has that, that Spielberg flair to it that every movie he does has, you know?
1: It just has these, these characters that no matter what they're in, they can be somewhat likable and somewhat believable in whatever they're doing, which is, I think, a thing that's, that it gets lost a little bit in a lot of action movies.
0: Yeah. And it kind of has that, that trope of horror movies where it'll have a, a level of over the topness, but like, mm-hmm it still, like, is, like, it works, and it's, like, fun, you know? That's This movie has that. Like, it's a little over the top that a dinosaur will kill everyone on a boat, and the boat will ram into the dock and terrorize the city. Like, Oh, yeah, but what, that was your, what
1: was your thought of that?
0: I didn't know what to expect at first. Like, I was like, is the dinosaur straight up just coming towards them, or, like, what? But, like, when it was hiding and everything, and you see, like, the limbs everywhere, it's like, right. kind of dark, Spielberg. Like, kind of dark. Yeah,
1: actually, there's, there's a whole thing about how they were supposed to film a bunch of other stuff and they never got around to. Like, the explanation is that it wasn't that the T-Rex ate everyone and then went down there and got stuck. It was that <laughs> velociraptors came and ate everyone as they were leaving and then hopped back off the boat.
0: Oh, shoot.
1: Yeah, that, that's that was sick. supposed to be... You know, and that's kind of a fun thing is that they don't ever explain why those people are dead on the boat. But uh-huh. you at that point, you don't care because you're like, holy shit, the T-Rex is fucking around in San Francisco.
0: I generally thought like the t-rex was like picking them off and then just wanted to bull back on the deck
1: (laughs) he's he's just like really full like i'm just gonna go down here
0: honestly that's what i thought but i thought it was kind of uh, like really awkward like for like a movie like jurassic park 2 to have like limbs like showing i was like was this like left off the set of saving private ryan or something because it's like there's arms and there's limbs here and it's like Oh, this is kind of dark, but, like, I mess with it, you know?
1: I just, I think it's hilarious that it was this idea that these people died doing the most mundane thing. Like, this <laughs> this guy's dying thing was that he was going to hold on to this little device that opens a giant door. He's just like, I, you know what? Like, I'm going down with this thing.
0: Honestly, yeah. And you know what? I kind of like in this movie that in Gen in the company... Yeah. Has such a presence. It feels like Omnicorp from like the Robocop movies. Yeah, like, they're like
1: Skynet. Like, yeah, they're, like they're I dicks. Mess
0: with that. Yeah, I mess with it. I think it's all, I love when movies have like this corporation that's bad, you know? I don't know if that's the Marxist in me or something, but like I just like it,
1: you know? Yeah, and I, I think those are all traits of what make like, You know, ideas of of stronger films are you kind of go back to those root ideas, and that's one of them. And I I think they do a great job of being like, hey, fuck this company. (laughs) Like, (laughs)
0: yeah, I I don't know. And I, I think another part, like we were talking about the Spielberg, like, little bit of spielberg magic that's in his movies i think sometimes Mm -hmm. i forget just how and it sounds dumb because he's one of the best of all time but like you kind of i sometimes forget a little bit about like how amazing spielberg is in his movies Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like a james cameron thing for me like i know how amazing james cameron is in his movies but sometimes i forget just how good he is and i kind of like write him off because i think about
1: and how easily it rolls out
0: yeah you know
1: it's also very interesting is how much less of a kid-friendly movie this is. Even though it contains a kid, there's not as many of these, like, heartfelt moments. It's it's a lot of, like, you're in a tent, and there's the Which is the scariest part of that movie for me. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to sleep in a T-Rex to stick his head in?
0: Dude, that, I, I swear that that T Rex was like like I he had like the munchies or something because he just comes out out of nowhere and just smells like her like candy bar she's bearing and just trying to like eat it. I'm like, <laughs> like this thing was like hungry, like late night munchies kind of hungry, you know. That's what I so kept he he didn't
1: come he didn't come for the shirt with the blood at all. He literally was just like y'all eating a Mars bar in here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's like the he's like the kid in your like high school class. Like they they see somebody pulling out gum and they're like, "You got an extra piece."
1: The more you talk about your experience with the T Rex, the more I like it. Is that he like got stoned and <laughs> ate everybody on the boat and took a nap, and that's how he even got to this other place. <laughs> and and that also he's just like looking for candy. <laughs>
0: also really quick though one of the parts of the movie that's like that's got to fucking suck, but i love it is the part where the t-rex is in like the the waterfall and that guy's yeah. on the box and a fucking snake like the little shit just goes under his shirt i like, always uh. felt
1: bad for him
0: because he really wasn't
1: that bad of a character like i feel like he was just kind of there to tell everyone what stuff was and then he just has a snake crawled out his shirt
0: yeah but it's such a cool sequence where he just crawls into the mouth and then they just <laughs> see the blood just coming down the waterfall i'm like whoo
1: which is <laughs> some classic horror stuff, and you can hear like the bones crunching mm-hmm. but then the un- unrealistic idea that instantly ian comes through the, the- yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like did the t-rex just
0: bounce after that and- and
1: then he, he very came. he very quietly left after eating one guy one smelly hippie guy.
0: <laughs> All I know is like fuck that little red and black snake. Like if I ever see anything like that in my life, like I, I have a grudge. <laughs>
1: it's on site from now on.
0: Like, I'm going to body that snake. Like, I swear. <laughs> it straight up just slid, like, slithers right into his shirt. I'm like, oh, shit. What a time. What? I never even thought about the
1: fact that that's totally just a double kill right there. And I didn't even think about that.
0: Like,
1: I <laughs> like, I... I thought maybe the snake would, like, escape somehow.
0: Oh, uh, oh shit. Rest in peace. <laughs> rest in, yeah, rest <laughs> in peace to the snake. I didn't even
1: think about that.
0: Dude, that's some reptile-reptile action right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the ending though, real quick. I, I just, I really like the peaceful ending of Dr. Hammond narrating like how he wants no interference of these animals and they want him to, he wants them to live. And it just shows mm-hmm. them all bullying and the T Rex is like beefing and then like all the other animals just like <laughs> mending their own like shit. Like I kind of like that peacefulness, you know? <laughs> that was, that was their
1: like, their total money shot right there. They're like, everything has to be in this, everyone's enjoying each other's company for a second. <laughs> They are totally bullying, though. They're just like, you stay on that side of the river. We'll stay. It was, you know, they were having yeah. like a, it was like a neighborhood barbecue.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like like in Chicago, there are like, uh, there are neighborhood barbecues where like you seal mm. off the streets and like everyone comes out. It's what it feels like. It's like the T-Rex are like, yo, we're going to be chill for a little bit. We're not even that hungry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We had one street in Saskatoon that I remember growing up that did it. Cause two of my friends lived on this block uh-huh. and yeah, every, every year they would have like a block party barbecue. <laughs> and then yeah, they'd have like street signs put up, like you can't that's park okay. down here. We're partying. Yep. And, and like, <laughs> it, I think that's such an odd concept, but yeah, like watching like movies and stuff and seeing other places do it like way bigger than that.
0: It's one of the coolest flexes, honestly, to body another neighborhood is like to put up like a block party and like, say you can't come in, like, where's your address? Show me your like ID i need to know if you live on this street
1: yeah yeah like (laughs) are you guys repping 11th street because you can't come (laughs) in otherwise like
0: right (laughs) my my only thing i kept thinking which was odd after watching the movie i kept thinking hammond wants all the dinosaurs to stay on the island but the pterodactyls and other flying dinosaurs they could easily fly wherever they want to so like would someone randomly just minding their own business see like a pterodactyl one day just like flying over them if it like got adventurous or something That'd be kind of tight. Well,
1: well, here's the thing here. So I'm just going to nerd out for a second. Yes, sir. All right. So just just follow along with me. Okay. So in the first movie, they mentioned it. They mentioned it in the second movie. It's this thing called the lysine deficiency, which mm-hmm. basically the like InGen has to feed the dinosaurs the certain protein that they can't get anywhere else on the island or they die, which is that's oh. the concept of why everything's contained to that island. And then in the second one, they basically throw that idea out the window and say that like, life finds a way which is like yeah. such a great i it's honestly it yeah. the, the best writing tool ever is like mm-hmm. well why would the dinosaurs now be able to do this yeah i don't know they evolved or some shit it's
0: like, like which is yeah it's like literally like what what? it's like vibranium's concept it comes from lost world you know it's like why is mm-hmm. this thing exist cuz vibranium you know like i'm down it, with that kind of stuff
1: exactly it's a, it's a fun way to throw throw logic out the window and not have to really overly science it up is like Oh, that just doesn't affect them anymore. What,
0: yeah, that's but, a good but point. What you,
1: but but what you're gonna get is yes, eventually they do just like fuck off and leave the island.
0: <laughs> but my, I yeah, that one part about this movie that's kind of sweet is that Doctor Hammond wants to invite Ian Malcolm back on this expedition because Mm -hmm. in the first movie they kind of have that little chemistry of like a lot of conversations with each other almost more than sam neill does with dr hammond and i'm like oh he like thought about him enough to invite him to this expedition he's already going to say no to but Mm -hmm. that counts for me
1: well it's actually it's funny you mention that is they use that like in the first movie that's a writing tool is they're setting up is that hammond is god and he's an all white and mm-hmm. that yeah, Malcolm is the devil, oh, and he's in all yeah. black. Yeah, and it's it's very funny is that they always have these conversations of of uh, creation, I guess, with each other all the time. You know, because he's, so he's talking true. about like it's it's not natural, and it's it's kind of funny that they're doing reverse roles while they're playing those characters.
0: It's so true. Oh, that is so sweet. I oh man, I'm all, like, give me four more years, I'll be as smart to notice that in a movie <laughs> besides just thinking it's, about.
1: No, but, like, when you you mention about, like, that they have great character, like, you know, Mm -hmm. banter with each other, that's why, is they're playing on this very basic concept of God and the devil, but they're these altered versions of it, and they're having, you know, that, maybe that's, I'm looking too far into an action movie about dinosaurs, but that's what they take these character ideas from. So it's these yeah. very base concepts of like good versus evil flipped in a weird direction. So your brain's going like, "What the fuck?" Yeah,
0: that's so good. No, die on this hill. It's it's a noble <laughs> one. I like this. Yeah, that's
1: why that's why it's a, a weird choice to have Malcolm as the one to come back in the second one, right? Because mm-hmm. you you know it's it's going to be like Sam Neill has to go back there to rescue the you know, and it's funny is that. Uh, in the years that followed, there were so many video games and the comic books, there's a comic book series and all this stuff that came from this. And it all explored these ideas of, of uh, all the characters coming back as these uh, action heroes, all of a sudden they all had like rocket launchers and guns. It, it's very interesting. Yeah, like if you yeah. play like the, the Super Nintendo version of Jurassic Park it's it's sam oh. neal with like a rocket launcher and you just have to go around rescuing people oh really <laughs> yeah so it's just a very weird concept that uh you know like ian's the character they brought back to the second one nice. the the kind of anti you know he was the anti-hero mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and I, I don't know I, I when it comes to like video games and like dinosaurs i always think back to like the dino crisis capcom games like because i like oh. love resident evil but like yeah you know, godzilla and dinosaurs were so cool for me growing up too so like of course dino crisis was one i had to play
1: oh did you play all of them because i think no, was, i played like,
0: dino crisis one and three <laughs> is
1: three the one that's in space
0: yes such a cool, <laughs> i'm nodding
1: on camera yes such a cool um, game i think it's such a fun game all yeah. those are are very cool survival horror type games
0: yeah I, I capcom did them so like of course they're going to be good mm-hmm. um yeah you know what's weird about jurassic park though like i had cousins i grew up with and they had a bunch of dvds and stuff and they always had all the jurassic park movies on dvd but i never bothered to like watch them and it's like man i kind of wish i did now growing up can you imagine like al- there's Chris? an
1: alternate reality of you somewhere out there you, you know <laughs> like one eight-year-old of your doppelgangers.
0: yeah, yeah. Like, imagine, <laughs> like watching me watch you know lost world and seeing all this blood and stuff i'm like whoa sweet I think,
1: it, it, yeah, it's like I don't tend to watch a ton of, like, I, and, you know, if you ever, like, listen to the Taylor Terror table or anything, it's just I'm, I'm very much like an anti-superhero movie kind of person. Not anti, but, like, I don't give a shit, right? Sure, I'm, sure. I'm not really into, into like, comic book heroes, that's that kind of stuff, and it's, it's hard for me to really get into an action movie, but when I watch this movie, which is, like, an action adventure, you know, when I watch any of the Jurassic Park movies, those are the ones where I, I feel, like, really comfortable in. Cause it tells like this kind of big story on a smaller scale. Cause it's just everyday people having to deal with dinosaurs. It's kind of, you know, I, I think I, I like those concepts.
0: Yeah. I think what works about it is like, they are smart people, but they're not like, they're not like, um, they're not no- invincible, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody they're... has
1: a super skill. Nobody's really good at any, you know, in the first mm-hmm. one, I guess they had like Lexi who kind of knew how to code. But that uh, was more of a throwaway. You know, it wasn't like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna figure out everything the entire movie with it. It was just a one-time thing.
0: <laughs> and what well, I think it works for the first movie, no, like no questions at all. Is like mm-hmm. the reason everything hits the fan is because of human interference. It's like human totally. on human, yeah. and it just happens. Dinosaurs are involved, but like this one is like man versus nature, man versus dinosaurs, and like man have to man and woman obviously have to come mm-hmm. together. Um, for one solution is to survive and I, I like that kind of approach a little bit more than like you know oh these are the bad guys and they're using dinosaurs yes. as well you know yes. but this I, I hate is like, that
1: idea of taking nature like these are bad nature dinosaurs it's like no <laughs> they're they're you know they're animals they don't understand this shit
0: yeah yeah i think it works in its favor at least for me more again my tastes aren't for everyone as well anybody who listens to that will know that but no lost world was like a very very welcoming surprise it was kind of like a it's kind of like my pet cemetery 2 discovery like when i had with daniel like i hadn't seen the first and second original like the original pet cemeteries but i watched like the remake that wasn't good at all and um when I watched the first one, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I'll put some respect on its name. But then when I watched two, I, I was like, I was like elevated. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is like, th- why isn't nobody ever talking about Pet Cemetery 2 in my life until now? And like, that's kind of felt with Lost World. It's like, where where was I when this was like a big thing, you know?
1: <laughs> I, I always feel like this movie goes hand in hand in a weird way with like Godzilla. And it's, it's so weird that you never had any of that crossover. Because that was kind of like part of that dinosaur craze and it's honestly mm-hmm. why they made Godzilla look the way it did in the mm-hmm. ninety eight Godzilla is to kind of be more of a T-Rex and less of you know an iguan. Yeah,
0: so, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> that's so true. But 98 Godzilla they say is a Komodo dragon, you know, but there's no right but there's no but in like the original Godzilla's they realize its origin is it's it was a lost dinosaur that mm-hmm. became a radioactive thing. But um yeah I don't know why I never really went to the at one point finally dinosaurs stopped being as cool but like godzilla was always cool and then like king kong with peter jackson's king kong was just so cool for me too and then yeah just like anything like with like animal monsters became this thing and then i think now i'm reverting a little bit back to dinosaurs again now
1: (laughs) that was one part of the peter jackson movie that annoyed me is they had these really cool like dinosaurs on there yeah and they just got their ass kicked most of the time which really annoyed me because i'm also like I'm the gods. I'm, I'd rather, you know, Godzilla versus King Kong. I think Godzilla should win. It's a, a giant monster with radioactive energy versus a monkey. I'm sorry. Like we can have this debate all day.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm personally a Godzilla guy before got before King Kong, but that's because of, I don't know. I think just, that was my first love. Like I watched Godzilla easily before King Kong. Um, mm-hmm. but I've only seen 33 King Kong and Oh five King Kong. Oh, and I guess 2017's Kong skull Island, but um, yeah, those Godzilla movies, like, I mean, I'll defend those, like, to my grave, like, easily. Um, I don't know, but, yeah, Dinosaur, like, I remember, like, watching Crawl and then, like, like La- Placid and thinking, like, do I like alligators? Do I like alligator movies now? Like, is this gonna be my thing, you know? But, like, I think I'm starting to, like... I have to credit like King Kong Godzilla for like my love right. for like these animal horror movies almost now, you know? Oh, dude,
1: and that's, and that's I think, a lot of what uh, Mitch and myself take, like Mitch mm-hmm. from The Tire Table, is we love, we always call these like nature run amuck movies. We love <laughs> them so much because that's the basic concept is all this stuff, like, take the same idea from Jurassic Park or any of those movies where it's just, oh, fuck, we're stuck and we have to survive. It's It's such a yeah. fun and simple concept that you can go back to that well all the time
0: so true, and I think that was part of my problem, and I think I had this problem, like, yeah, with RoboCop. You see, I I like I love the Terminator movies. Like, even Rise of the Machine, I actually kind of like. I watched <laughs> it a lot growing up, because I had the DVD. I did, too,
1: because it was the closest one to that came out. So I was like, oh, the one I can see.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, when I think of RoboCop, because I didn't watch it until finally this past year for the first time, I always in my mind thought RoboCop was just a cheap ripoff of, like, <laughs>
1: Right. Terminator,
0: you know, and now I've like I was an idiot then because I loved the robot And now you movies. realize like it has but so much thought... character. Like... Right, seriously, and I always think I think now that I'm thinking about, it, I always thought Jurassic Park was maybe like too clean of like what you say these nature run amuck type of movies with dinosaurs. And right, like, it's Spielberg. They're bl- they're they're bl- big blo- summer blockbuster movies. They're not going to be like. Like Lake Placid or like crawl or something. So when I get to it and I have kids, I watch it with them. Right. Maybe. But but now I'm like some yeah yeah at least these first two like they're kind of badass now.
1: <laughs> I think I think you'll find three. I hope you do watch three. It has uh-huh. the weird. It's. It's an odd movie, and it has such weird charm. And there's there's like weird theories about this movie, like <laughs> online still to this day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> because there's a there's a weird dream sequence in it. And okay. anyway, but like it's just it's so interesting that you know that you miss a lot of that. But it is. It, I hope that you do go check it out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think, it, ah, man, or maybe it was just because dress bar is just so cool. It's just like, oh, it'd be really cool if I just was like, I didn't right. watch them, maybe. Maybe, I don't know, like I'm a mental block I put on myself. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I think that's what makes them, like, really fun, is they are super accessible, but they have so many of those elements of, like, holy shit, that actually, you know, that's kind of scary, or, like, hold, mm-hmm. you know, there's some blood and some guts. They, You know, it's not afraid to go there, but to also be a fairly mainstream film altogether.
0: Yeah, 100%. And yeah i definitely shit on jurassic park one a little too hard at times i kind of take that back now because like again i didn't realize the situation i was in when i was watching that first one Um, but two it's kind of like my pet cemetery too kind of like where it's like i'm so
1: happy that you have like a little bit of niche joy for this one
0: yeah like i swear like it is kind of like an easy watch movie like it's almost two hours long which you think is kind of sus, but like it flies by (laughs) Like it's because they it it have really, so many
1: little checkpoints. It's like we have to go here. It's got like a Lord of the huh. Rings almost checkpointism to it. Like we That's have to go true. over here and do this thing. We gotta go here, and it never feels like it takes too long at any location.
0: Mhm. And it's like I go back to like sometimes like with sequels. What I like about sequels almost more than the originals is when I watch original movies. Like take for example like the Nightmare movies, like Nightmare on Elm Street. I love two. Two is my favorite sequel oh, of all dude, time. Dude,
1: I fucking love two.
0: Yeah, and it's like. Growing up, obviously, I knew the first one was better, but I didn't watch as much as the second one, because I didn't want to ruin always watching the first one, and I felt like it was an mm-hmm. experience to sit and watch the Nightmare movie. So I'd always watch two or three, and I'm like, I low-key watch these movies so much, I love them now. So it's like, I've always had, like, this little bit special uh, extra affection for like sequel movies more than the originals, And I think like with Jurassic right. Park, that same thing that's happening again for me where it's like, I've rewatched the first one now and I like it and it is an accessible movie, but for some part of me, I could see myself going back and watching two just a little bit more, you know, Oh,
1: dude, there's, there's so many, I think it has a lot more interesting, like quirky character moments. Like one of my favorite jokes in the whole like that that, like of any jurassic park movie is when they're calling for sarah and there go sarah harding he's like how many sarahs are on this island Uh, (laughs) such a like it's it's funny little shit like that or you know like it 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 has those little quirks that maybe the first one wouldn't have put in the same way
0: yeah or or it's like can i get what do you need i need a rope what else do you need i don't know like three cheeseburgers no onions on mine apple turnover please (laughs) yeah exactly like funny little shit like that yeah, it's like you're about to die, but you're going to make a joke. I love it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. So shout out Boozy for this episode. Shout I out I, I you was...
1: for contact. Like, dude, thank you so much for reaching out.
0: Oh, dude, no problem. Like, I was like, I got to get Boozy on just because, like, i don't know like when you're talking I'm like yeah i'm kind of like boozy in my opinion in that way so like i wonder what it would be like if i have him on an episode for a sequel oh
1: dude like the amount of times mitch has been like oh dude like chris you and chris are gonna get along with all the you know we all like the same (laughs) movies and then hearing you like talk about like godzilla 98 i'm like (laughs) yeah fuck
0: yeah here's the thing though like i i I always get annoyed like with myself on this podcast because i'll like have a guest i will talk about a sequel and i'm like oh, here's a, another sequel that I absolutely love and I might actually like more than the, the original. And it's like, is this gonna be an opposite effect? But like, nope, same shit again. It's like, yeah, I kind of like Lost World just a little bit more. I, I uh, think
1: maybe you, you're enjoying the like the quirky aspects of these, the you know, these weird ambitious moments these movies have. Because a lot of sequels do take a little bit more swing at stuff.
0: That's true, that's true. And I'm, I, I'm always one for originality and some creativity there. Um, but no, dude. I'm so happy you came on, and now you need to help me with getting Kyle on, so we can talk about Fifty Shades Darker. Because I need to go through that franchise.
1: <laughs> It'd be that or like Shark Boy and Lava Girl too. He would
0: probably oh, like, dude. <laughs> Is he with those? Oh, dude. You yeah. You fucking. You'd go insane for that. <laughs> uh, I love like. <laughs> I love the banter between, I don't know, it's a special type of banter between Kyle and uh, um, and uh, Mitch. Like, well, Kyle will be like, I finally, like, I, I don't know if he's younger than all of you or not, but I feel like he's, yeah, like... He's,
1: like, two years younger than us.
0: Okay, it shows, because he'll be like, I just came to this party late, I know. And, like, Mitch is like, Oh, dude, like, where have you been on that, and stuff like that. And Mitch, And then, like, Kyle will say something, and then you'll be quiet the whole time, but then you'll just start by saying what a weird hill for you to die on or something like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you i'm like i'd be like mitch in that situation i'm like what the hell
1: <laughs> no there are a lot of because like we're not all the same age. So like mitch is older than me and then i'm yeah. the middle and then kyle so like it's funny is we all have these certain shared experiences and then certain ones that maybe like I watched a little bit more of like kids television because mm-hmm. I was younger. So like maybe me and Kyle have a little bit more of a crossover with a certain thing. Yeah. And then me and Mitch will remember like certain bands or something. I don't know. It's just, it's a very interesting dynamic that way.
0: Well, I love it. I love what you guys do. It's so fun. Like, I don't know, like Daniel with cobwebs. Like that was my most listened to. I love listening to Daniel talk. Cause he knows. Shout out shit. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, shout out man. Daniel. Yeah. What I live with guy. that guy, believe it or not for like two years. Um, And you didn't kill him. (laughs) I didn't kill him. No, but like, like all the things he talked to me about, like before we even thought about ever doing podcasting, like it's so nice to hear other people like enjoy what he says and like you know Mm -hmm. their engagement with it. Because like I, I remember thinking I'm too lucky to know a guy that knows this stuff he's telling me. So I'm glad that works out. But with you guys, it's like it kind of reminds me of like how I wasn't like back home with my buddies like they would drag me to like the theaters and like see movies and then we would go to like steak and shake and eat like a seven by seven which is seven patties with seven pieces of cheese and if you could eat it within an hour i've never heard of that's wild yeah it is wild. that's why we're fat here in the states but (laughs) but we would go we would talk about these movies we saw in theaters and like it kind of like listen to table it's kind of like oh that would be like how it was if my friends were like liking better movies than what they took me to go see
1: (laughs) It's like we're doing that, but we're talking about some weird artsy film at the same time. <laughs> Still, the cheeseburgers, though.
0: Yeah, like I don't know. They just kind of get like a special place in like remembrance. Was like, oh, that could've that's kind of like me, but like only if it was better. Because <laughs> like I wouldn't trust you guys and take me to go see a Kevin Hart comedy movie um in theaters. Like my friends did growing up, which I absolutely hate. <laughs> but oh well. Okay, <laughs> wait.
1: Can I ask? Because I'm sure you've talked about a bunch of them, but like what's what's a memory of you and daniel from living together like what's what's a real good time you guys had that like maybe people haven't heard of because i feel like there's good stories there
0: there are like a lot of inappropriate great stories and there's just Mm -hmm. like good stories but there were like times so like when daniel and i went to college together we didn't know each other but we all started because we lived in a townhouse with a bunch of other exchange students like transfer students and um so we live in a townhouse with five other people and daniel was like the only one who liked movies so like thank god for that off the bat but i didn't know that we were first texting so when we first used to text i stalked him on facebook and i was like oh this guy is like old i'm gonna roast the shit out of him <laughs> um we were in the same fraternity that was always a good time i'm trying to think of, wait, like, wait, some... what's the name
1: of your what was the name of your guys you guys look like a cool uh <laughs> we were or something
0: oh well we were part of phi delta theta and um it used to be yeah dude i was like my nickname was fratty daddy there but like we were like the nerd fraternity (laughs) of the block (laughs) which was even hilarious this
1: just sounds like undergrads like all i'm getting is like undergrads vibes
0: (laughs) it was like a bunch of like good kids doing their homework and like trying to act cool by saying like they talked to a girl on campus And then Daniel would be like, that's great guys, you know, like, cause he was a little bit older than them and like, he'd be smart about things. But then there would be me like, who was like his sidekick. And I would be like the F you guys, like get out there and get drunk and like talk to some (laughs) girls for crying out loud. Like, does that thing even work? You know, I was like, so like, I was like the most non-toxic, toxic toxic guy in that group. (laughs) Because, like, I respected women and everything. But, like, I would, like, be like, can you guys, like, try and, like, get You guys laid, need babies? to go out there and consensually get laid. <laughs> but, like, one of the best memories I've ever had with Daniel, and if he talked about it with Mitch, was I used to host movie um, watch parties with these guys in the basement. And Daniel would always – I'd always have Daniel help me curate. And we watched – we put on Cabin Fever from Eli Roth. Okay. And everyone shit on it. But like Daniel and I were the only ones who were like, maybe you guys aren't smart enough for this movie from Eli right. Rock. So that was always a fun time. It's like we we put that on. We also put on <laughs> we put on um, Reanimator. <laughs> and there was girls watching Reanimator. So it's yeah. like that scene with the headless guy going down on the naked car. <laughs> I got so nervous. I'm like, am I about to get canceled on campus for this? <laughs> I, I love having
1: those moments with people where, like, you and one other person in this, like, room full of people can watch these certain, like, obscure movies, and you two can be really the ones that enjoy it, and everyone else just hates it. I've had a lot of moments where, like, that, and that's where you realize, like, especially, like, pre-podcast days is like, oh, thank God I have people to talk to now. Because before it would be, like, you know, if you put on, like, Let's say even something that that's kind of mid-rate, like like a, like a *Children of Men*, where it's you oh, know it's yeah. you know fantastic film, yeah, but it's yeah. it's not you know super you know uh, it's not like a super horror film or anything. It's just this this kind of fun, thoughtful movie, and people just hate it because there's not action the whole way through. And you yeah. have to realize, like, holy shit! I guess some people just don't like certain kinds of film. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you if you guys if you boys at the table ever got to hang out with Daniel like like face to face, like person to person. If there's like alcohol involved after COVID, dude. Like mm-hmm. Dan and I will just get drunk and just gush about movies. <laughs> like one like when he got Night Beast for Christmas. Like Hell he ordered it. Yeah. He ordered it from Vinegar Syndrome. Like <laughs> He was like, "Hey Chris, look at this," and I was like, "It's like like midnight or something." And I was like, "Is that what is that?" He's like, "It's a Vinegar Syndrome movie I just got. I kind of want to put on right now because it's night beast. And I'm a fucking night beast." <laughs> 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 <Not the laughs> funny shit you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, shout out Daniel real quick. He's doing great stuff there, and I love how you guys had him on for that Dracula episode.
1: Dude, Sweet stuff. That was that was such a fun episode and And series, honestly, going through and like checking out these old films. But just having someone who is like so knowledgeable, like Daniel on there to talk about it was
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. I really love that episode. I don't know. I think it's like almost I mean you guys are bigger than like anybody else I know. So it's like I'm sure you guys get that all the time but like at least in my eyes I always think <laughs> oh my people,
1: goodness no. People
0: are like Chris and Chris and Daniel, you know, it's like it's like you they're like we're like the Cohen brothers or something. Like we're just so tight. But I'm like The Three Amigos on the Terror Table is like one of the equal delights. I like podcasts with co-hosts that know each other personally and like do shit together. You know, there's something special about that. So that's why I think you know I'm really there's just
1: here. it's there's higher stakes when we shit talk each other, but I, I appreciate <laughs> that so much. And it's like I I never feel like we're like a big podcast at all. It's just like we just love getting to talk to other people because we. Mm-hmm. Do feel it's like it's it, we've been doing it for so long that it's basically just kind of a part of your life and you don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. we, we, it's just like oh yes, this uh, the podcast yes.
0: Ah well, I just love what you guys are doing. Daniel's actually turned me on to them. And once I heard the first episode and the jokes that were cracked, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be like the podcast for me. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah. And so I right. love
1: being on here. And I've I've loved, I've been checking out some of your episodes and I love this show. It is so ah. much fun. And I love that you're giving, um, I actually mentioned it to one of my friends today. He's, he's like, hey, what are you doing today? And I mentioned, the, you know, like what your podcast is about. And he's like, so all he talks about is like sequels and like, ones that people haven't heard of or ones that, like, people really want to go to Batford enjoying? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I'd listen to the shit out of that. And this guy doesn't <laughs> listen to podcasts at all. He was, like, oh. so blown away. So, like, I but think well, I got a new fan for you. Ah, guy, I appreciate you it. You definitely got me.
0: Um, But, yeah, Boozy, dude, thanks for so much for being on here. Thanks okay. for, like, yeah. getting me to watch, like, give one Jurassic Park another chance. But also thanks for, like, letting me explore a Lost World, dude. I love dude, how you love these Thank movies, you. Too. Seriously. Thank
1: you so much for coming in with, like, an open heart to it because yeah, like I, I genuinely out of, you know, all these movies, there's, there's something so special and very touching about the first two, especially, I think. Mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. so excited for you to watch three, three is like, it's, it's a trip.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've heard some things. Uh, my friend Na- Nathan, he loves, I, uh, isn't there like a scene where there's like an Allen, like there's an Allen yeah, guy. That's, yeah. that.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, that's the dream sequence I was talking about.
0: Oh, 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 okay. See, he'll always like something just go Alan, and I I always thought like it was just funny the way he said it. And then when he said it's from Jurassic Park three, I'm like I have no context of what that is, but okay. But I like when you go Alan, dude.
1: Dude, just if he ever says it, just say wake up to him.
0: <laughs> okay, that's
1: all you gotta say. <laughs> well,
0: that's good, but uh, Boozy, if if people want to check out what you're doing, man, like where can we find you? It's pretty easy, but just in case,
1: uh, like where, like internet-wise, like obviously, yeah, like check presence? out, like, oh gosh, I hate plugging myself personally, so I'm just gonna say, like, hey, check out the Terror Table, uh, mm-hmm. straightforward Terror Table, Instagram, Facebook. We have a we have a website now, so you can yeah. check that out. We're trying to get like someone to look at it every, you know you gotta have that traffic once in a while and you know
0: <laughs> i've already looked I've, I've been on it before i'm like what, what 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 kind of web design program did they use let me go scroll all the way down and like check it out in <laughs> the merch you guys have now too eh?
1: yes guys uh that's like that's like a brand new thing so yeah we're still taking orders for that if anybody wants merch we got a sick design by our buddy jambi uh his instagram jambi underscore lives i believe that is um mm-hmm. Uh, my Instagram is, I think you'd mentioned it before. So it's Night of the Living Deadlift. Uh, there's underscores between each of those words. I'm not going to do the whole thing, it's annoying. But I'm yeah. <laughs> i i have like i have twitter and letterboxd but i i forget the names of them but like if people follow me or or somehow if you follow mitch you can follow me so uh, yeah yeah, well
0: (laughs) mitch oliver will plug too who's a another co-host of the tear table and we'll have boozy's info all down in the descriptions below uh but boozy man your 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 handle on instagram was like I always thought my one of my guests who did Gremlins too, um, yeah. Noah Klein, his handle is sh- at Shrek Squirt, and I don't know why, but I think that's hilarious <laughs> as fuck. But like when I saw that yours is Night of the Living Deadlift, I was like, that's golden, that's taking the crown <laughs> now.
1: Yeah, I just I wanted to be like, hey, I love horror movies, and I'm an idiot and like to lift weights once in a while, so let's throw those two things together.
0: Maybe just build different guy. I don't know. But. <laughs> I,
1: I, I guess uh, It's whatever is in the water down here.
0: <laughs> yeah seriously I don't know what the water is Like up there but we need it down here um, But uh, <laughs> But Boozy thank you so much for hopping on And for those listening I hope you Enjoyed this episode uh, I had a lot of Fun if you want to have Boozy back On make sure you like this Podcast share it with your friends we're on Spotify iTunes um, Google podcast low key I mess with so we're on there um, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Inside Sequel. You could follow my dumbass at um, HerTastic underscore Chris. I also have a stupid YouTube channel called HerTastic Reviews. You can check out where I get drunk on camera for you all on live streams, and we just do top fives and then rant about movies. So check that, that sounds, out. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. It, it's a it's a weird following that I respect. I don't know. <laughs> you you
1: but, seem uh, like a very enjoyable drunk like like a very like happy drunk
0: i think that's why daniel always tries to get me drunk when i'm around because he knows i'm just that much more tolerable right (laughs) but (laughs) but thank you all for listening um don't forget to uh, like comment and subscribe to the podcast and the channel show that love um and remember if you're not watching the jurassic park movies do you really care about cinema if you don't watch (laughs) jurassic park one and two you can go fuck yourself But thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time.